Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called Versa's Echo. Well, Era, Dazzy, and Katerina traveled south for a few days, and the days were bright and beautiful, and the nights were cool and clear. Dazzy said, oh, I could do this forever. Era said, I know, me too, I love springtime. Finally, they passed another bridge, an old Mimi bridge, and south of the road stretched a vast landscape of marshes and tangled swamp trees. That's Fenmire, said Era over lunch. We're going to have to leave the road soon and head northwest. Katarina said, ooh, to get to the apple juice mountain? Uh, crisscross applesauce, yes. Suddenly, Katarina stiffened, staring into the bushes like a predator tracking prey. Era said, what do you see? Katarina said, a stick person. Era said, oh no, not again. Katarina, pretend you can't talk. Okay, I'll be so quiet you won't even hear me. I won't even say one word. I'll be totally, completely quiet. Suddenly, Dazzy put her scaly paw over Katarina's mouth. Shh, she said. But then Katarina licked Dazzy's paw. And Dazzy went, yuck, don't lick me. And Katarina said, yuck, your paw tastes like old corn chips. Shh, said Era. She lifted off the ground and flew closer to the bushes. There were three stick people hiding there. And Era said, hello, hoping that they knew her language. Although she did know... 17 different stick people languages. But the sticks did speak her language. One of them said, Hello. And Era said, How do you feel about talking animals? And the sticks looked at each other and laughed. What, what are you talking about? Animals can't talk. Era said, So you've never heard a prophecy about talking animals? The sticks just stared at her. Um, no, one said at last. Oh, Era breathed a sigh of relief. She said, well, I'm Era, and those are my friends over there, Dazzy and Katarina. The sticks came closer to the animals. One of them said, you are beautiful, gawking up at Dazzy's iridescent scales. Dazzy said, thank you. We didn't even know there were such things as flying alligators. Dazzy's eyes flashed. I'm not a flying alligator. Oh, are you some sort of butterfly crocodile? No, I'm a dragon. Then the shortest stick said, Would you travelers like to come to our village to have some food? And another one said, And a place to sleep, so you don't have to camp out here in the open? Era said, Sure, thank you so much. The shortest stick said, We are the Kamsu, the sumac stick people. Katarina said, Do you have any pizza? What is pizza? Katarina said, Oh, never mind. Well, the sticks led them down winding paths through the swamps. On either side were deep, marshy pools and treacherous-looking bogs. Dazzy slipped once and her paw sunk into the muck. Ah, she said, and she struggled to pull it out. The mud made a loud sucking sound when she was finally able to pull her foot free. Dazzy went, oh, this place is dangerous. Well, the Stick People village was built on a higher, drier section of ground, and Stick children came running out to greet the strangers. One of them said, Mama, look at that beautiful butterfly lizard. Dazzy went, hmm. Well, the children played with Katarina, wrestling and running around the village square, and an older woman named Kimsi, who seemed to be some sort of village leader, said, We don't have much food, but what we do have we will gladly share with you. Era said thank you, for their food supplies were getting low. 
That's very kind of you. So they ate with the Kamsu, or the sumac stick people, and played games with them and sang songs with them. And they danced around the village bonfire when the sun went down, and they stayed up late into the night. Katerina said, I love it here. You people are fun. But early the next morning, they were awoken by the sound of big, ominous drums. Doom. The children screamed, and the grown-ups said, Quick, run to the secret places. We'll find you when it is safe. Era sat up and rubbed her eyes. What's going on? Kimsey said, It's the rock people. Doom, doom, went the drums. Now they could hear pounding footsteps. And low, menacing voices. Oh, hey-ho, you hey-ho. We hey-ho. The ground began to shake. The adult stick people were frightened, but they set about gathering whatever food they could find. And then they held the food out with shaking hands and bowed their heads, waiting. Suddenly, a group of people, people made of stone, came stomping into the village square. Era and Katerina and Dazzy stared in amazement. They had never even heard of such people before. The rock people were tall, twice as tall as Era, nearly as big as Dazzy, and they looked very strong. Boom, boom went the drums. Oh, hey, ho, you, hey, ho, we, hey, ho. Now they could see that one group of rock people was carrying some sort of fancy platform, fit for a queen. And atop the platform stood a throne, and upon the throne sat a Mimi, a Mimi named Versa. (gasps) Era leaped into the air and flew right up next to Versa and said, Versa, where are the others? Where are my parents? What happened to you all? Versa blinked in surprise. Then she smiled a sly smile. Oh, right, you, the feisty one, the one who was always lurking in doorways. Era said, where are my parents? What happened to all of you? Your parents are gone, I'm afraid, trapped in another time, enslaved by Colan. Era said, how can I get there? Please, Versa, tell me everything that happened. Technically, I'm not Versa, said the woman. I'm her Echo. You could call me (laughs) Reversa. Era said, what are you talking about? Oh, a couple of years ago, Versa came to this land, pretending to be Mama, zapping lightning at everyone who refused to worship her. Era swooned and nearly fell to the ground. (gasps) What? That was Versa? The ball of light lady who destroyed all my people? And Reversa, Versa's echo, said yes. And while she was here, she stared at her reflection for a long while in Echo Lake. Unbeknownst to her, those who look into the water give life to their reflection and create an evil double. Era backed away, but Versa was already evil. Mm-hmm, said Reversa, so imagine how evil I am. She stared down at the groveling stick people and said, Now, insignificant creatures, we will take what is ours. The stick people trembled as the rock people seized their offers of food, and the rock people threw the food into barrels. 
Some of them pushed the stick people aside and knocked them down. And Katarina said, you're a bunch of big rock bullies. And Dazzy flexed her wings and felt heat rising in her belly. And Reversa said, oh good, you have a dragon. Dazzy said, you leave these people alone. Reversa said, my relationship with these people is none of your concern. Dazzy raised her head and her throat glowed and her eyes flashed dangerously. Oh yeah, well maybe some dragon fire can change your mind. <laughs> Reversa barely suppressed a smile. Try it. She called out to her minions. Rock people, capture the dragon. The rock people stomped towards Dazzy. But Dazzy blew dragon fire at them. But it seemed not to affect the stone soldiers. They walked right through the fire, scorched and blackened, but unhurt. The rock people knocked Dazzy to the ground. And then they tied her wings together with strong vines and tied her mouth shut so she couldn't breathe fire anymore. Reversa said, Excellent. I have a new weapon now. Bring this beast back to my palace. Later we will throw it into the lake to produce its evil double. Katarina said, No! And she jumped at the rock people, trying to claw their legs. But cat claws can't hurt stone, so she didn't hurt the rock people at all. And Reversa said, Take the annoying kitten, too. It will make an amusing pet. Or perhaps a tasty snack for my new dragon. The rock people grabbed Katarina and tied her up. She said, leave my friends alone. And then Reversa turned her gaze to Era. And she said, rock people, as for the Mimi, mm, kill her. The rock people rushed forward to squish Era. But she flew straight up into the air at the last second and the rock people smashed into each other. Reversa said, no matter. Know that your friends are now mine, feisty one, and your parents are gone forever. She glared down at the stick people. And for helping these enemies, we'll take all of your food this time. The stick people said, no, please. Reversa said, take their food and smash their houses. Yes, master. The rock people swung their heavy fists at the stick people houses, (laughs) smashing through walls and rooftops. They stepped on the town fireplace, scattering ashes and stones everywhere. They toppled looms and playsets and ovens. They stomped on clay dishes, and they dug up the gardens. When the village was completely destroyed and stripped of all food, the rock people and their leader, Versa's Echo, Reversa, left, and they carried Katerina and Dazzy with them. Sometime later, the stick children emerged from the swamps. They cried when they saw all the damage, but luckily no one had been seriously hurt. Era sat down on a log and cried. Kimsey, the old woman, approached her and said, We're so sorry we couldn't protect you or your friends. Era said, Those rock people are impossible to fight. Fire can't stop them, claws can't hurt them, weapons can't hurt them. How are we supposed to rescue my friends? Kimsey said, yes, that, that is why we are at their mercy. Their one possible weakness is that they only respond to their master's wishes. They can't think for themselves. Era said, I knew that woman. 
or the person she is based on. Kimsey said, yes, they've been controlling us for months, a couple of years now, actually. Era said, why don't you just move away? Well, because this is our home. Besides, whenever someone tries to leave, they are captured. We are trapped here, providing food for Versa or Reversa, whatever her name is. Era said, well, what about the hiding places in the swamps where you sent the kids? Couldn't you all live there? Kimsey said, oh, those places are small and hard to reach. Besides, the fens are dangerous. They will suck you down if you leave the path. Era thought for a moment. That gives me an idea. Where does Reversa live? In a fortress not far from here. Era stood up and walked to the edge of the village. There she retrieved Dazzy's traveling bag that held all their supplies. Dazzy had hid it, as usual. It was in a clump of bushes under some leaves and branches. She reached inside and found Stanley Didmore's recording device. Okay, she said, walking back to the old woman. I'll need your help. If I get the rock people to follow me, could your people sneak into the fortress to rescue my friends? Well, we can try. Era said good. Then she took a deep breath, clutched the recording device, and took off into the sky. Era flew through the swamplands until she saw a towering, dark fortress. She landed outside the front door, and there was a rock person standing guard. He looked at Era and said, Smash you? No, said Era. Take me to your queen. The rock person stood confused for a moment. Then he nodded, as if in answer to a question. Smash you, he repeated and raised his mighty fist. Era said, Oh, you have to ask your master what she wants you to do. The guard stayed his hand. I know smash? Exactly. Now let's see what your master has to say. So he took her into the castle, into the main room. Reversa sat on a throne of black volcanic rock. Era stood before her, proud and defiant. I've come to ask that you release my friends and take me in their place. <laughs> Reversa laughed. Oh, how predictable. You play the part of the noble hero well. But being a hero gets you nowhere. All that matters is power. Era readied the recording device. Guard, said Reversa sweetly. The guard blinked. That me? Era flew up into the air and headed for the door. She pressed record on the recording device. Get the girl, Reversa shouted. The guard turned and stomped away after Era. Era flew through the castle, playing back the recording she had made of Reversa's voice. Get the girl! Get the girl! Every rock person in the castle heard the command. We get girl, they said, and they stomped after Era, trying to capture her. They followed her out of the palace and down the path into the marshlands. Master say get girl. They weren't very fast, so Era had to stop and wait every once in a while to allow them to catch up to her. There she, the rock people would shout when they saw her again, and then Era would lead them further down the path. At last she came to a particularly dank and boggy section of swamp that Kimsey had told her about. The old woman was waiting for her there. She handed Era a lamp. Are you sure about this, child? Era said, yes, it may be our only chance. She handed the recorder to Kimsey and showed her how to use it. When they come close, play that message. Just make sure they don't see you. 
Okay, child, good luck. The rock people stomped down the path, searching for Era. There she, said one, pointing with his big clumsy fingers. Era lit the lamp and flew into the dark tangled trees, out over the treacherous bog. The rock people hesitated at the edge of the bog. No go, said one. Kimsey was hiding behind a tree, pressed play, and the rock people heard their master's voice, Get the girl! Get she, said the rock people, and they stepped into the swamps, following Era's light. The first group didn't make it very far before sinking up to their necks. The next group stepped over their sunken comrades before sinking into the muck themselves. The next group did the same thing. And whenever the rock people showed any signs of hesitating, the old woman would play their master's message, Get the girl! And then they would renew their efforts, plunging into the swamps and sinking out of sight. Era flew just out of reach, holding her lantern aloft. At last, there were no rock people left on the path. Most had sunken all the way down into the mire, although a few remained slightly above the muck, their blank faces the only thing showing. Get girl, said one, trying to rouse the others, but he didn't sound too enthusiastic. Meanwhile, at Reverse's unguarded palace, the stick people stormed right through the doors and surged into the throne room. Reversa said, what are you doing here? Where are my guards? They are gone, and now we are free, said the stick people. What impossible, she whispered. Another group of stick people ran to the dungeons and freed Dazzy and Katarina. Dazzy flew up the stairs and into the main room, heading straight for Reversa. Ah! She cried, and she jumped off the throne and headed for a hidden back door. She fled through secret tunnels and out into the miry fens west of the palace. She flew for a little ways until she saw Dazzy flying through the sky looking for her. So then she descended to the ground and forced her way through the thickets and muck, growing more and more dirty and hungry with each step. She had no idea how to procure food for herself as she had always stolen her food from the stick people. At last she found some orange berries that looked juicy and sweet. She gobbled them down hungrily, and then she felt sleepy, for these were angaro berries that caused intense drowsiness. She tried to stay upright, but fell into a swampy fen, and there she sank from sight and was never seen again. At the same time, the last of her rock people, trapped in the muck far away, lost whatever strange life force kept them going and became silent forever. So that was the end of Reversa and her rock people. And Dazzy, Era, and Katarina helped the Kiamsu to rebuild their village. And then they stayed there for a few days, and then finally it was time for them to go. And Kimsey said, we will always remember you. You have delivered us from evil. Era said, well, we'll always remember you too. And then she and her friends flew away west to crisscross applesauce. And the Sumac stick people were never troubled by enemies again. For years afterwards, they told legends about the three unusual heroes who had saved their people. A kitten, a fairy, and some sort of butterfly lizard. Well, that's the end of the story, Versa's Echo. The next story is called Alligator Van Buren.
goodbye.